being broken down like that, being humble, I think that he came back older, more mature, more appreciative of what Mayfield and Beloved presents Camp Here and There, Episode 9, The Friendship of Enemies. Time is uh, 1.30 p.m. And the date is, I, I, I think, June 18th. This is Jedediah A.A. A. Martin, co-nurse at camp here and there. And I'll be recording a session of uh, conflict mediation between two people who I had dearly hoped I wouldn't have to do this with ever again. In accordance with the terms of my employment, I've made myself available as a neutral third party for the oversight of interpersonal conflict, which has grown beyond the... Uh, which whatever you both know how this thing goes all right you guys know the drill lean into the microphone and state your name and your perspective on the relevant issue in a single sentence Yvonne Joshua McKeith Yvonne stop interrupting me Jesus Joshua go first <laughs> what are you giggling about nothing I'm just I mean, I got picked first. You are such a child sometimes. Joshua, if it's going to become a problem, I'll state outright that I told you to go first because I wanted to get you out of the way. Like a child choking down his Brussels sprouts so he could leave the dinner table. Not as a show of favoritism towards you. Damn, guy. All right. Name and perspective. I'm Joshua McKeith. And I don't think Juniper should stay with us. I mean, don't get me wrong, I love the dude, but- One sentence, thank you. Yvonne? Yvonne Marley, and I think Joshua is being really stupid about this. Juniper needs a place to crash while his kids go all young Turk on us, and we've got an extra bed since we had one girl go home early. Juniper is not a bad house guest. He might be a bit silly and irresponsible, but he's nice and charismatic and the kids really like him. There's no reason not to let him sleep in our cabin. Okay, she just got, like, four sentences. Well said, Yvonne. Thank you. Dude! So, the source of contention is Counselor Sloan's temporary residence in Kevin Silkworm. With that established, you'll each get a minute to explain your point of view in greater detail. Joshua, 
you go first again. Starting now. Fine. <clears throat> Last night, Juniper lost control of his cabin. You know, like a wimp. He keeps letting his kids, like, undermine his authority, and this is where it gets him. He just... He has no backbone. Like, just a few days ago, he was getting hung by his trousers as a sacrificial symbol of anarchy by a bunch of 14-year-olds, and then the other night, he gets kicked out of his cabin. Like, they're middle schoolers. Can you seriously not stand up to a bunch of teenagers? I would never let anything like that happen to me. I mean, I've been working on my muscles. Trust me, and there's a certain quality to a man who can inspire the kids in his cabin to respect him. Please focus, Joshua. I'm focused. No, you're waffling. Hey, no talking during my minute. You are waffling. I'm pointing out the problem here. Juniper dumps himself on our doorstep like a scruffy little street urchin, sleeps in a kid's bed, and takes it upon himself to plan the day's activities for our cabin, which not only totally derails the activities that I put so much effort into planning, but it's an outright challenge to my title as the man of the cabin. Maybe his activities were just more fun than yours. Consider that. My minute. Whatever. Juniper doesn't have to just give in to the pressure of his kids. There are other ways to handle their behavior that don't uproot the natural order of the camp. <laughs> natural. Natural. Natural order? Things are set up here in a specific way. My cabin is my territory, and it's my right to guard it. Is his minute over yet? No, I... I, I want to hear more about the natural order of the camp. I'm being serious. We don't have the space, and our kids have enough trouble respecting my authority without this... this interloper coming and, and trying to show me up. Especially since he's making these claims on my territory after being pushed out of his own. Right. Of course. I'm worried about this for his sake, too. Juniper can't let himself get pushed around by a bunch of kids. It's not healthy. And by sleeping anywhere but his own bed, he's letting them win. What is that teaching them? Mm, all right, it's not that funny anymore. Joshua, no more. Yvonne, your turn. Right. Well, Juniper knocked on our door last night and told us that the kids at Cabin Dung Beetle got their hands on his father's phone number and were threatening to call the man and inform him that his son was working as a camp counselor in downstate Ohio. So, see, he didn't have any choice except to comply with their demands and step down as counselor of his cabin. It was Lucille's decision for Juniper to stay in Cabin Silkworm with us, and I didn't see any problem with it since we do have a spare bed. And I know this is, like, part of Joshua's problem, but our kids love Juniper. He taught us this cute little card game last night, and this morning he took them out for archery, and he just makes everything so fun for them. He's just good at talking to teenagers. The only person who doesn't think that's awesome is Joshua, who cannot get over his stupid alpha male complex. Well put, Yvonne. There's a time and place for fun. Juniper has wasted our time and our kids' time just goofing off. 
I had a productive and fulfilling day planned for them. We were gonna start by cleaning the cabin. I came up with this game that's supposed to make cleaning fun. Cleaning will never be fun. This is a fundamental truth that Juniper understands and you don't. It's valuable. They're learning life lessons, which Juniper can't teach them because he doesn't know anything about life. Can you just admit that you're jealous that the kids like him more than you? This would all go way faster. I am not. If I'm jealous, I'm jealous of how he can get away with goofing off and mooching off of us and never standing up for himself or doing anything important. Joshua, your reasons for not wanting Juniper to stay with you are... They're... Your reasons. But he has to stay somewhere. I beg to differ. What? If Juniper's got nowhere to stay, it's his own fault. That's survival of the fittest, dude! If you can't fill your niche, you disappear. This is not the fucking Discovery Channel! Okay, I'm sorry for the metaphors, but I was here first, and I pull my weight around camp in a way he just doesn't. Is it really that ridiculous that I feel like I deserve some respect for that? Maybe you should start your own summer camp where counselors are sorted into alphas and omegas. Do not give him ideas. Why can't he stay with Rowan? Rowan's the only counselor in his cabin. Since, you know, the incident last year, you know, when his co-counselor got destroyed. We knew what you were talking about without you saying it, dude. Well, you didn't react, so how was I supposed to know? How did you want me to react to being reminded of how one of my co-workers was destroyed? Let's please not have an argument on top of an argument. <sighs> Listen, Joshua, it's only until Lucille sorts the problem out with the kids, right? And she is very mad at those kids. They will probably be letting Juniper back in by tomorrow. Can you wait? Of course. No way. <sighs> and if you don't mind me saying, Mr. Mediation, what even is your job here? Because to me, it seems like you think your job is to convince me to repress my problems. I'm just trying to get this over with, Joshua. Your job is definitely not getting this over with. Yvonne, you have to agree. It really seems like he doesn't care about this. I mean, of course he doesn't. It's not his problem. And you're actually okay with that? You were just talking to me yesterday about how you hate how distant he's been. Hey, I did not give you permission to share that! This session isn't about me. I'm just trying to point out- Stuff that doesn't even matter! Listen, let's... There's a reason we're here. Right. Getting Juniper to move into Rowan's cabin. We do not control where Juniper sleeps. That is Lucille's decision. Well, we can petition her. Joshua, listen to me. It has been one night, and it will probably only be one night more. Juniper is not so powerful as to uproot your entire personal ecosystem in a day. Unless it was already on the verge of collapse, which would not surprise me given the way you've been talking about life and relationships so far. Jesus, fine, I am jealous. I'm jealous, okay, God. Everyone thinks he's awesome and everyone thinks I'm annoying. Maybe that bothers me a little. Joshua. I don't know what he actually does that I don't. Yeah, he's funny, but he's inconsiderate and irresponsible and I try really hard around here and I actually give a shit. Mm. 
it's kind of stupid of you to hide that sincere reaction behind a bunch of Darwinistic nonsense. And we're supposed to be friends, Yvonne. And you've barely acknowledged me since he got here. How am I supposed to talk to you? Uh, Joshua, I'm sorry. Juniper is fun to hang out with, but believe me, he could not replace you as a co-counselor or a friend. In fact, if they did make him my co-counselor, I would probably quit, because he really is irresponsible. <laughs> and a bit of a twit. Mm. That said, I'd appreciate it if the next time you felt insecure, you just said it, instead of turning into a weird, mean, natural philosopher about it. Yeah, I'm sorry, I guess. I just hope the kids don't, like, hate me. I really doubt it. I think they're just excited at the opportunity to goof off a little. Which is good and fine for now. Not sustainable, but fine for a day. Sweeping the cabin isn't, like, the end of the world, though. They should be able to do it. They're kids, dude. What do you expect? I guess you're right. Well... I'm glad we're still friends and everything. Yeah. Me too, dickhead. Asshole. Are we done? Wait, one more. Cunt. Okay. Shithead. Guys. He started it. You started it, fuckface. You turned one simple friendly insult into a pissing contest, which is typical from you, piss lord. Right. It seems like the problem has been solved. Can we call this session adjourned? <sighs> yeah. Okay. I suppose. I'll see you around, y'all. Yeah. Sure. Bye, dude. After log notes, Joshua sucks. Uh, Yvonne is cool, I guess. Christ, Sydney. Why do you make me do these? This job? I'm so tired. These meetings never go anywhere. I, sometimes I think you just like seeing me flounder and fail at things. Do you like it? <sighs> Fuck. Never mind. Scratch that. I'm just smashing this tape. A bird ate it. I dropped it in the bonfire. Whatever. Today's episode was written by Blue Mayfield and Nicholas Belove. The part of Jedediah Martin was played by Nicholas Belove. The part of Yvonne Marley was played by Emily Safko. The part of Joshua McKeith was played by Ty Coker. Camp Here and There is the sole intellectual property of its production company, Mayfield and Belove. All music composed by Will Wood. And produced by Jonathan Maisto. Sound editing by Blue Mayfield and Beetlesprite. Special thanks to our patrons. Taylor Kloiber, CL, MK Nowen, Arson, and Samantha. For behind-the-scenes material, exclusive canonical content, interactive events, and early episode access, consider signing up for our Patreon at patreon.com slash mayfieldandbelove. Our Discord server is a great place to meet like-minded fellows and discuss today's episode. Find the link at mayfieldandbelove.com. Lastly, if you'd like to support us, the best thing you can do is to spread the word about the show. Thank you for listening to Camp Here and There. And remember, the ground keeps whole for only as long as the worthy walk. <laughs>